Oh, hey, hey, hey. No, 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 you're I... not. Can't do that. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you. Yeah, I didn't this see you This is Rob. Yes, the same Rob from the last episode. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm the other guy. Yes, you may be wondering, why does Rob sound different? Well, I took up smoking. Yeah, so I sound very different this episode, but I just wanted to come to you to say, the next series of episodes is going to be a little bit different from the last one. You see, I got to give you a little bit of backstory here, you know, because I, Rob, have a rich history of podcasting. Not so much the other guy. Yeah, he yeah, kind of sucks. I, I'm the other guy. Anyway. Uh, and I do do yes, yes, that is right. You, you do suck, other guy. Anyway, back in the day, you see, I used to have this podcast called Turtles Forever. Turtle Tales for all the OGs. <laughs> you see what I did there? Uh, no. No, okay. Anyway, we had these interns on, uh, went by the, the name of Moss Elite's Playground, and they were the coolest band slash restaurant owner slash playhouse troupe slash anything you want them to be. Awesome little text mix and candy that was ever around. They were the best. They had this blue guy on the bass, and they had this meatball singing the vocals and, and doing all this crazy stuff, and Ben Tramer all the synthesizers and schnapps playing playing the guitars, and, and we called him Pops, buddy. I mean, I mean, they, they called him Pops. Oh, they were called Pops. He was schnapps. Yeah, I, Rob, was not in it, but but those guys were. And also, they had the great the, this guy named Benson D on the drums. He was really good, but I, you know, n not to be confused with. The Benson on the show that we're talking about. Very similar, though. Yeah, but, but literally different. Anyway, you see, they really pulled one over on us because they were super clever. And they started impersonating us, you see. And they started doing their own Ninja Turtles podcast of their own, you see. And it, it, they, really, they really pulled the wool over our eyes. They got us really good. But they saved the world at the same time. They... Oh, they saved something. I don't really remember. But anyway, you, the viewer, are going to find out how that happened. Because in these historical archives, yes, they are historical archives, these wonderful uh, saviors of uh, something. the podcast. Uh, 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 the podcast. That, uh, 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 we don't do that often anymore. Uh, no, no, we don't do that Also did anymore. regular show reviews. And you see... They went up nearly to all the way through season one. And I, Rob... I'm uh, the other guy. Yes, and you the other guy. Please don't talk because you're just embarrassing me. That's because I'm ugly. I, Rob, feel the that, other guy. Uh, and Yes, and the other guy. Feel that it would be just a travesty for Marcellese Playground's work to go unnoticed. I mean, we are so grateful to them. And yes, when you look at these episodes, you're going to notice that they sound an awful lot like we sound right now. And I gotta give you full disclosure here. They're gonna say that they're Rob and the other guy, but they're not. It's really Marcelite's playground. Don't tell anybody. Don't worry, I won't. But, the, but I, I'm Rob here, though. I'm Rob. Oh, yeah, and I'm the other guy. The other one. And, and yeah. He's the other guy. Yes, That's he me. is the other I'm guy. I'm the other guy. So, and I'm ugly. And just I'm to make that clear, guy. I'm Rob. Well, I'm he's the other, other guy. guy. He's, he's, he's other, he's, That's really Marcelite's playground, you hear it, though. They were geniuses. Uh, and they were good, too. Uh, but, especially that meatball. But really, you're listening to the real Rob talk to you right now. I'm the real other guy. I just guy. wanted to let you know to where nobody got confused. Some of the OG listeners. I think I did it again. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it that time. Some of the OG listeners from 
Turtle Tales and Turtles Forever will recognize these geniuses and appreciate them for what they are. And also, this episode probably isn't going to be anything new. That's okay. Just get to the first season and we got brand, I mean, they got brand new material coming. Don't you worry. And, and the other guy will do some stuff on his own, too. Oh, yeah, he got do stuff, too. While, he does meet Jamaica and Rigby's body. Those episodes suck. Anyway, uh, I mean, if you like those episodes, that's okay. I, I uh, don't care much for them. And I'm the other guy. But, yeah, that's it. Just wanted to let you all know there. Yep. T- tell them about the names. Oh, oh, yes, yes. On this podcast, you may hear names such as, you know, Ice King or Meat Wars or Pops or Ben Traver or, you know, Benson. They're all just names. That's not really who they are. Oh, okay? they're, they're not to pretend. I mean, I'm Rob. Uh, they, uh, and I'm better guy. Their real names are uh, Spice King and yeah. Schnapps. And I know him real good. Ben Tra- uh, We don't know yet. To be determined. Yeah. And uh, the Meatball is not- He's not Meatball. He's, no, he's not Meatball. He's, he's, he's Meat Bob. Yeah. Yes. Beef Wad. Beef Wad. Beef Wad. Beef Wad. Little Dicky. Yes. Little Dicky. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's Dickie. the one. So, whenever you hear those names, just substitute in those names. You know, Spice King. Beef Bob. Beef Wad. And... Whatever name you see fit. What time on Turtle Time? You can't keep doing this, Ice King. This is the fourth person you've frozen this week. I'm gonna have to take you off the case. You can't do that to me, Chief. He took my partner's life. You're unhinged, man. You're a loose cannon. You're on edge. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I have no choice. Fine, you know what? Just, here, just, you may as well just take my badge. Here, take it. I don't want it anyway. I'm out of here. Ice King, don't be that way, man. You need to get yourself some help. Don't call me Ice King, I'm Rob. Oh, sorry, Rob. I, you look just like Ice King, I'm sorry. I'll take that as a compliment, okay? And you know what? I'm taking the badge back, too. <laughs> no, no, that's straight for you, Simon. See, the way I see it, boy. You only got 24 hours to sell all this text message candy before South Rock Jimmy and the Unibrow by my blood that city sky high. Do we have any leads on the location? Only one, but we have to go to the moon to get it. Well, that's so bad. This guy took down my partner. I'm gonna take him to the cleaners. No time for the moon. Look at South Rock Jimmy. He's getting away in his escape van. Get your butt to the ground, Vic. Come in, come in, Mustachio Gumbo. This is the meat man with Big Buddy, Ice Cold Stone Daddy, and hot pursuit of a hot dog going down the Igloo Highway southbound. Requesting permission to use the turkey roll. Permission granted. Don't look out, he's throwing giant marshmallows out of the back of the van. Don't know, that will render the exterior very sticky and take down the resale value. She's on her three weeks away from retirement, she can't go out like this. Keep a steady, man. I'm gonna go up on the roof and freeze these guys out. Taste my icy vengeance. Take that and that. I'll freeze you all to a bunch of frozen rolls rolls. The last king is everything but okay. Okay, but I just got one question. I thought we were supposed to be selling Tex Mexican candy. 
What does this have to do with that? Don't I look out? Holy blast explosives on the road! Oh my gosh! Oh no! No! Molly! Molly, wait what? Wait what? Why you wake up, me what? Wait what? Are you all caught? I can't feel my legs. Oh, me what? You never had any legs. Um, and, and that, that's why the Untars are better, and Meat Wild is the greatest ever, and Ice King too, and me, the other guy, and Rob are, are, are just, we're just selfish and stuck up. Oh yeah, we are, but wow, it really happened like that, all oh, those guys really did that, I can't believe it, they're, they're like heroes, why don't they ever talk about it? Well, they're, they're just that humble, boy, I mean, that's all there is to it. Perhaps whatever happened to the record of that adventure? It must have disappeared into the sands of time. Hey, dog, before we start, I'm, I'm like starving here. You think we're gonna eat something? Oh, well, I didn't just say so. Hey, Stan, make us up a couple of the Christopher Nolan sponsors back here. Yeah. Yeah. And it better not be on a smaller plate because we are adults and we deserve to eat off of adult plates. Yeah, that's right. Dude, what the crap did you just order? Oh, well, that's our newest special here at Marceline's Playground. That's my tax mix and candy. Oh, that's right. It's the Christopher Nolan special. It's just like his movies. It's, it, it really speaks to you, and it's very loud and in your face. But a lot of times, you can't understand what it's actually saying to you. Oh, fancy. I can wait to eat it. Oh, I love his movies. Does it make you talk like Batman, too? Oh, yeah, boy, it's, it's got enough roughage in it to tear up them vocal cords. Not only have you been talking about Batman 2, you've been talking about Batman 3 as well. Ah, uh, dude, what's that even mean? I don't know, but that doesn't make you want to eat it. Oh, you bite your bunions, it does. Yeah, boy. Hey, it ain't about time to go live. Yeah, Pops, flip the reel to reel on. Um, okay, it, it's running. Okay, count it down, Ice King. 32. Thirty-one. Twenty-seven. Nineteen. Ten. Nine. Six. Five. Eight. Two. Seven. One. Go. Cowabunga toads and toadettes. I'm Rob. With me as always is the other guy. Welcome to a totally popular episode of the Turtle Show. Yes, it's Cookie Robinson. How you doing, boy? Oh, I'm doing the Andy today. We got a heck of a show. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. We, we're doing something. Tell about it, Rob. Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked, all the guy. See, we're going to do a review of a story that was sent in by one of the show's friends. That's really cool. Then we're going to do a review of the the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Yeah, it's called Uninhibited Dog. No, it's, uh, it's called Unlimited Love. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, my internet's lagging, so it messed with my 401k account, and now I can't read the stuff right. Oh, well, that, that, that's okay. Uh, I'm sure we've all been there. And then we got a retro review 
uh, the meat, I mean, uh, the other guys doing a special retro review. And, uh, yeah, then we're gonna do the regular show review. Maybe. I don't know. Depends on the time permits. And then, yeah, we're gonna do, uh, the turtle review. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on the time permits. And, uh, yeah. Let's get into it. Kitty, you okay? You're scratching your beard an awful lot. You seem kind of nervous. You look bit fidgety. Is everything okay? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm just as fine as one over here. Just a little anxious as all, you know. I don't want to brag, but I got a date with him. You said I'm going. I told you you get right back on that horse and just run it off into the sunset, boy. So when did this happen? Oh, about 2.24 today. Go on, boy. Do tell. Okay, I remember it like it was yesterday. Hey, look, 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 Oh my, you get to display your valor by playing the bass for her. Oh no, 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 that. Uh, no, she's just gonna watch us King play the bass. I mean, I'm, I'm not asking, I'm Rob, I and mean, I don't know who I am. I'm Rob. I mean, I kind of feel insecure even taking her because I'm afraid asking will steal her away from me because he's such a stud and all, but uh, we're gonna risk it this one time. Okay, uh, moving on to uh, retro reviews. Other guy, what do you got to review this week? I'm gonna review that movie, Silas and the Lambs, boy. Lambs aren't silent, they go, bah! Yeah, he's got a real good point there. I know, you know, I thought that too. But then I watched it and I realized, it ain't got nothing to do with Lambs, boy. It's about Buffalo Bill. He's about the worst football player you ever see, and he ain't ever gonna win the Super Bowl. And he ain't had a winning season in a long time. But the fans still like him, boy. But it makes him so mad that he cut off people's skin. And he wear it like a, like a weird sweater. And he, he'd run around in his room with a blanket on his back, dancing around butt naked. And it's just really weird sound playing, and he just does this really daring stunt move. Is it like the talk and roll? The hot dog? The eagle? No, boy, it's more just like the talk. Sounds but painful. But I didn't teach him that, that, that oh, that's no. some real crap he do it, it? Well, actually, it's more like a mixture of the hot dog and the talk. Oh, but wow. there ain't no wrong that's with that, he's just talking something. But Meanwhile couldn't teach him that because he's a meatball and that'd be anatomically incorrect. But anyway, it makes him really mad and he dances around and then I lost interest after that and I guess he ends up getting killed and some other dude running around eating people. And uh, yeah, that's my review. Oh, okay, well, sure we all need to go watch that part. Uh, my review this week is for, it's an item from the 80s, it's called Mr. Microphone by Ronco. That's really cool. It makes you sound like you're on the radio. I mean, it makes you sound it makes you sound really, really, really fancy. And apparently it helps to pick up the chicks. And uh, there's this one part in the commercial where the guy drives by in the car and he sounds like this. Hey, I thought that's what she said to Irma. Oh yeah, I mean I, I did. I, I mean I was going to. I mean I, I th that was yesterday. I mean. I was going to talk to Ma. I, I, uh... No, you, you uh, didn't go talk to Irma, did you? Uh, 
No, I didn't go talk to work. I can't as well scratch my bed. I'm just so high. She just staring at the opposite side of it. I'm wound up part of the dogs that are barking in the background. Where they even come from, anyway? They come from another dimension. <laughs> Spooky. They come from that room. Could just be that they're barking from downstairs and we need to get better soundproofing on this room. Well, we'll leave the bottle soundproofing on. Oh, that thing cooked that we had. Stop clicking that crap around out there, Stan. You shut up doing your dogs. You'll be okay, Ice King. I'll introduce you to Ernest sometime. I'll know get worked up. In the meantime, how much you how much tell us about how that, that microphone tour works? I don't know. I didn't buy it. Why are you making your voice sound like that, dude? I rented the stupid thing. What? Why would you rent a tour microphone? Who ever rents out tour microphones? Look, I'm feeling flustered. I'm not making good decisions, okay? I mean, I, I, I rented it from the Mr. Microphone Warehouse. Does that make you happy? I can't tell you what it's like. Because it's against my code of honor. Only a fool thinks that he can give a review on a rental. It is, it is totally against my code of ethics. And that is final. A minute ago, he was going to give a review on it. Shut up, Pops. I told you I'm not making good decisions. Jeez, my beard. I get to scratch it. I'm going to have to shave this thing and go back to being the nice king. Instead of being the big baddie stone cold ass daddy. Okay, uh, let's move on to the, the review on the book that the friend of the show sent in. Okay, so... The book that was sent in, it was from, uh, it was sent in to us from front of the show. Tara, I mean, Tara. We got a name wrong the original time we had her on Turtle Tales, because we're a bunch of jerks. But, uh, the interns corrected us, and it's, it's Tara, and, uh, she sent us the book. What's the book called? Uh, other guy. It's called Twisted Tea, co-authored by Arnold Palmer. No, it's not. It's called Twisted Time, and it's edited by Megan Archer. But, more importantly, it contains a short story from our friend Tara. And it's called the Argonaut, and it's really cool. It's it's got a lot of meaning behind it, and it's really up your alley, other guy, because it's only a few pages long, but it's pretty deep. I enjoy the pictures. I really enjoy how it takes biology and science fiction and an artistic philosophy and combines them all into one story. Whatever, Bob. Such just a bunch of bumble jumbo, and you know it. I mean, I, it's really about a guy that's up there in space, and he's in a he's in a spaceship that's like a living heart. And he's flying out to uncharted territory, and every day the heart keeps breaking, but he has to keep repairing it. And, and with this, like, his paintbrush, and, and, hey, Pops, you were right. Hey, doggone, I gotta go back and read this again. Hey, Tara, good job with the story. Uh, moving on, we gotta move on, because I really don't know what I'm talking about here. And Pops just explained it all, and I feel like a dunce now. I told you I'm not making good decisions today. Moving on, Red Hot Chili Peppers album. But I got you gotta give it to your mama. But I got you gotta give it no, to your no, papa. No, no, not that album. Is it by the way? No, dude, it's no. Is it the X-Files? Dude, what are you talking about? And I did David do Cardinal. He's in that HBO show. I never saw it, but I did turn on the album after. You are not a Peppa fan. It's called Californication. It's one of the best albums. No, I like that album, man. I know that album. I like the Paris. I don't want to hear We can make time. Shut up. Shut up. Shut, shut up. Sorry. Uh, this album is called Unlimited Love, and it's got some pretty cool stuff, and it's kind of like a mixture of all their old albums. I mean, except the ones that cling offer in it. But there's some influence from there, too, a little bit at least. They're pretty cool. And I know that it gets cling offer because I really like his stuff, too. But this is like a return to sort of like the roots. If I had to say, I'd say it's more of a mixture of, like, probably, like, Stadium Arcadium with their original album. 
which is now going named BSSM. And uh, it's got a little bit of the Californication can be heard in some of those licks from there. And that's a pretty cool album. That's a little bit of, by the way, influence, but not a whole lot. That's pretty sad because that's my favorite Chili Pepper album. But that's a pretty good one. I gotta say, my favorite track, I really like the one. Uh, well, it's really hard to pick a favorite track, but I really like the one. The track number two called Here Ever After. I don't the one where he like falls for his cousin or something like that. Uh, yeah, you know what? It, it is. And despite that, it's still cool. That's how freaking good it is. The drums on that are massive. Benson would love them. I must say, the John Frusciani's playing is always great, and this album is no exception. I mean, it's like he's taking that wild pedal and he's not even playing notes. He's just playing noises. It is exquisite and mind-blowing. Yeah, no, let's not go crazy here. Oh, we sound like a bunch of fanboys. There, there are some not good parts. How dare you? Take it easy, dude. I mean, like, maybe not as good as maybe the rest of the album. I mean... The, I don't know, the, the Great Apes, it's okay. Uh, uh, Veronica, it's okay, I guess, I mean. But I really like the heavy rain, uh, and Tangelo, and I really like the, the, the white chair, white boys, white pillow, and I don't know. White boys and pillow hair, that, that's it. It's kind of weird that I better not repeat. But it's such a good song, and then it turns into like a mystery, like Johnny Cash and surf music. The craziest combination ever, boy, it's pretty good. Okay, yeah, that's better. Uh, so what would you rate this album? Somewhere between a zero and a ten stage socks out of ten. Hey, you know what? Those are my thoughts exactly. And speaking of good music, we got a new single in for them swanky cats down at Marceline's Playground. The, the, the band, not the restaurant. And this one's really cool. It's an instrumental track called Vampire Killer. It's a cover song of one of the Castlevania games. And this was really cool, even though they're not singing on it. We don't hear the awesome voices. I mean, that is kind of a detriment. But this was really cool, because Pops slays that guitar. Yeah, like a stretch. you know what? It's pretty cool also, because they play the melody, but then they go through and they play what's called negative harmony. Really what it is, is they're inverting the song chromatically along the axis of the third and the, ma and the minor no, third. No, not the, the minor major third. third. Well, major third and the minor third. What am I talking about here? I'm acting like I know anything about music. No, don't. You don't know anything about music, do you, other guy? I know what Miller has taught me because he's a master of the musical arts. Oh, you ain't kidding. But anyway, let's give this track a listen. This one's Vampire Killer.
Whoa-wee. All right, that was Vampire Killer from Master Lane's Playground. Anyway, it's time to get into the regular show review. It's just a regular show about the regular show. So this week's episode is Season 1, Episode 2, and it's called Just Set Up the Chairs. Okay, so it starts out. The park's getting ready for a birthday party. Muscle Man and Half Hives goes to charge to get the special entertainment. Skip starts to bounce house, so he just jumps off in the woods. Mordecai and Rigby have to set up the chairs, and that chases them off really bad. They want more important jobs, but Benson is like, No way! I can't trust you guys! You're, you're irresponsible! They kind of remind me of the interns, except the interns are super responsible. And they're the best part of the show. And anyway, they're all like, You called us slackers? He's called us slackers, dude. They agreed to do a good job this time. If Benson allows him to do a more important job next time. And then Pops comes in. He leans out of the house and he says, Surely you're going to give me an important job for my birthday party. And Benson informs him that that was a month ago. And Pops says that he still has balloons and, and they carry him off into the sky. He seems pretty sad. How'd you feel about that, Pops? I was pretty sad. I actually thought it was my birthday party. Yeah, I know that feeling, Pops. <laughs> okay, so the scene cuts to, to, to Rigby and, and Mordecai, and they're, they're setting up the chairs, and Rigby says, This is gonna drop his balls when he sees what good job we do. And he's he talking about his gumballs, because Benson's a gumball machine with the gumball, with, with the gumballs inside of his head. And it turns out that Rigby sucks at uh, setting up the chairs, and he starts complaining about how the job sucks, and how Benson is a boss, and he never has to do any hard chores. And then the scene cuts to Benson stuck in traffic driving the bus that contains all the party guests. And he leans over and says, Happy birthday, Jimmy! And Jimmy screams back, Just drive the bus, you crazy slap jacket! And then the scene cuts to Rigby yelling, after shooting laser guns with the chairs, and Mordecai says, What the hell, dude? You gotta get this roster next time we can pick up the special entertainment. Okay, so the scene cuts the muscle man, and Hop Ives goes picking up the special entertainment, who turns out to be a talking horse and a presumably hungover clown in a motel room. The clown starts to vomit, but he retains it, and then Muscle Man says, You know who else likes this kind of special entertainment? Mom, Mom! And then Fives gives him a five, and the clown has to borrow five bucks. There's a lot of fives going on there. And then the scene cuts, and Mordecai and Rigby are short on chairs. So they go to the shed to get more. And Rigby lightly slaps the door, and I was like, oh, it's locked. And Mordecai says, quick, go around and actually try to open the door. And then he tries to go open the door, but it actually is locked. So then he has to, like, break the door down. He almost breaks his shoulder, breaking the door down. There's a lot of breaking going on there. Oh, yeah, so then the scene cuts, and, and inside that shit, they find this, this crazy arcade boy, and it's got all these decommissioned games like Ball of Yarn, Lemonade Stone, Hats for Sale, Clap Like This, Candle Maker, Dilly Dude, and Staring Contest. You can't forget the Staring Contest. They start to work out, and, and Ruby takes his break to play one, and Mordecai's like, No, you can't do that, boy. And it's like, No, you go ask Benson to tell you what you do, boy. I'm gonna have fun. And then Mordecai joins in to take his break, and he shows Ruby how it's done, and he beats him at like every game untied as a shed, and he goes, Oh! In his face a whole bunch. And, and he even tippy toes up onto his tiptoes and like pivot thrust into one of the arcade machines while he's playing them. It's very odd, like. And then, 
Then Rigby finds one more out of order game, and it's called the Destroyer of Worlds. And they try to open the car slot to fix the cab, and there's a note in there that says, well, I mean, I can't read very well, but luckily they read it for me. It says, in the name of all that is holy, don't connect the red wire to the blue wire. Then they proceed to do that, and they summon an 8-bit pixelated demon head, and it proceeds to blow up the shade of the park. And then Pops flies by on his balloons and it says, Oh, he's summoned the Destroyer of Worlds. Good show. Why can't we be going to find Skips to help like they, like they always do? And then Skips says, What does he do? And he sees the demon head and he says, You guys ignored my nerd, didn't you? Because, you know, he, he wrote an note, boy. I thought it was a good show, except for everything being on fire. I never thought I'd see the Destroyer of Worlds again because... Skip sealed him away and he wrote that note and I figured that anyone with a brain would be able to know not to connect the red wire to the blue wire. Luckily no one was hurt, but it was a good show, especially when we sealed it back up. You gave away the end of there, Pops. Just pretend you didn't hear that, folks. Okay, so the bus arrives with the party with the guests and the demon head floats up to it and all the kids go, Yay! The special little demon is here! And the, the destroyer of worlds destroys the bus. And everyone scatters, but Muscle Man and Fives cut them off in the golf cart. And the clown and the horse are in the back. And then Muscle Man and Hop Fives said, More Muscle Man. He says, Hey kids, get ready for a very special entertainment. And then the clown and the horse get vaporized. And then Mordecai says, Don't, we're screwed. And he rhymes. And then Skips drives up in the golf cart with the arcade cab strapped into the back. And he says, Get in and don't press anything until I say so. And as he's driving, he stacks Pops out of the air, and Pops says, Skip smuggles my and I've lost my balloons. And Skips, he tells him to take the wheel. Pops still thinks it's his birthday. And then they, he tells them all to press the stop buttons at the same time, and what it does is it summons this pixelated dude with a lemon head and yawn arms and burgers for a torso and deli man legs, and he's also got three pork pie hats and a mustache, and they have to drive around to keep up with the demon so that they can fight it with the pixelated dude. And Mordecai skips control the arms while Rigby controls the legs. And he says that the legs suck and he starts mashing buttons. And this causes the pixelated dude to spin around in a circle with his arms straight out. Shooting burgers out of his arms at machine gun speed. And Mordecai tells him, dude, quit mashing buttons, you're messing up the dude. And then as they're driving, they lose skips. And he goes, no. And a building with extra chairs is blown up and it reveals the extra chairs. And Mordecai says, dude, you'll finish off the Destroyer of Worlds while I go get the chairs. And so he goes and gets the chairs. And the Destroyer of Worlds turns into a Pac-Man with two cherries because Rigby finishes him off by button mashing. And then the lemon dude eats him. Oh, yeah. The person arrives and is curious that the pot's been blown up and, and Mordecai is, dude, dude, hang out now, boy. For you freak out, we got all them chairs set up. Uh, and then it cuts over to a small island of land that hasn't been blown up, and it's surrounded by a ring of fire. And the kids are on the island with Muscle Man in the center, and he got his shirt off over his head during the helicopter yelling, This butcher party is hot! And then Bissy says, You idiots! That's the last time I trust you with something important like setting up your chairs! And then Mortal Kai really pause, and then they sing that, not setting up the chairs next time. Not setting up the chairs next time. And then Benson, he gets mad and he commands them to clean up the whole mess and they can start by sweeping up the special entertainment. And then Mordecai will be looking at each other and, and, and will be saying, dude, we're taking a break first, right? And then Mordecai says, yeah, uh, uh, the end. And the balloons will last forever into the sands of time. What is it put you on the sands of time today? Now, hey, boys, it's about time to talk about the comedy review, but first, we've got to take a message from our sponsor. 
oh yeah, it's a dandy this week. Uh, but to do so, we gotta take a trip down to the catacombs. Are you ready, Pops? You got your guitar out? Okay, good. Here we go. Okay, so earlier in the show, you listened to the song Vampire Killer from Marcellate's Playground. And that seems to be a common theme these days. It's killing vampires and not letting them kill you. Tell them about it, good buddy. Okay, I'm just gonna play with meat while I sing out of play now. Now, for the longest time, vampires have played this earth. It's a common problem. And if you recall, placebo supplements owner, Uncle Rico, he's passionate about two things in life. Your money, and winning the state football championship. And you know as well as I do, Rob, that you can't win a state football championship if a vampire bites you. Oh yeah, you're telling me. That is why they came up with that new supplement, Vampire Killer. Wait, that's what I've been here. Hang on. Look out, it's Vampire Bob's on the guitar. Oh yeah, boy, and he'll miss her for the blood. I don't think that's how it works, Pops. Anyway, uh, Uncle Rico knows how important it is not to get bitten by a vampire. That, that is why he just loaded his supplement with seven times the amount of daily recommended value of garlic. Your pores will be weakened and a vampire will want nothing to do with you. Bob, you think I can stop playing so many notes? Your hands look like it's gonna fly off. I can't slow down, I'm a vampire. That's not how it works. No, well, I don't think you understand what he's saying. You see, the way it works, he can't slow down. He's a vampire. I understand what he's saying. You, you know what, never mind. The song's over. Anyway, Uncle Rico's placebo supplement, vampire killer supplement, also has colloidal silver in it. And it'll turn your skin blue like mine. I mean, like, Ice Kings. I wish my skin was blue like Ice Kings, but I'm robbed. But it'll turn your skin blue like his, and everybody knows that no vampire wants a piece of that action. You are just whistling this some more. And you know what else it has in it? It has green tea extract and an acetyl hexaphosphate to help chelate the iron out of your blood and lower the total iron binding capacity. And everybody knows that vampires only want to eat blood because of the iron content. Maybe better vampires, woo! Oh yeah, you know it. And you know what else? It makes you a chick magnet, almost like Ben Tramer. Not quite as much, but almost. Because everybody knows that even though you reek of garlic and you look blue and unsightly, no chick wants a guy that's been bitten by a vampire. No sorry, Bob. That's right, boy. And if you don't believe this will make you vampire-proof and win state in football, you just remember, Uncle Rico does want your money. So something's going on there. So yeah, remember to use the discount code. Meatwad is the greatest stunt man ever, and I really liked that episode where he's in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle show, and he's on the plunge to spaghetti, and he rolls off into the floor and does the turkey roll, and I counted out the hot dog and the igloo too. For a two and a half percent discount. Coupon is case sensitive. Don't forget the exclamation point. Placebo supplements fueling your wildest dreams. Oh, wait, what a product. I believe I speak for everyone here when I say everybody should be using that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I use it every day. Oh, well, you said that last week, and you didn't say much then. You want to say anything now? Well, it makes me smell like garlic, and I would like to think that that's the reason that I'm repelling. Appalling, not repelling. Yeah, repelling to, to women and no girl will ever love me. I know it's just because I'm a sightly and very ugly. Hey, dude, I mean, I'm totally on board with you. I'm not arguing. But have any vampires bitten you in the last three hours? Well, no, they haven't. 
Well, there you go. All right, time to move on to the comic review. What's going Souls Winter? It's Turtle Time! Okay, so the cover is kinda ugly, and uh, the turtles are pretty ugly too, but not as ugly as me. They kinda look like me. A mixture of me and Avenues' bird soldiers from the Power Rangers movie. But they, they still look better than the plot of those turtles. Oh yeah. Okay, so they wandering around out in the forest, and I don't know if it's cold. It kind of looks cold. I guess it's the winter. I don't know. And and then you got Saki, good old Saki, pork choppy Saki. He's out there. Well, he's not out there. He's in a building. He's got a mask on, and he's kind of contemplating. And then Splinter's somewhere else, and he's contemplating. Oh, and then all of a sudden, they engage in a mental battle, almost like Big Trouble Little China, except there's no, like, astral projections. They're using their foot soldiers or whatever they are. And the turtles, it's almost like mental chess. Oh, yeah, Saki, he go from Japan to mad and two seconds fly, boy. Oh, yeah, and that crow messenger's going around everywhere, and Saki's like, Go, fly, my pretties, do my bidding. And Splinter's got some weird feather shaman thing around his neck, and I can't really tell what's going on, because everything's zoomed in, and there's a whole bunch of fog. Oh, yeah, it's like Stephen King and Santa here, too. Yeah, you got that right. So tell him what happened next, buddy. Oh, yeah, well, they went one and ran into Winter Wonderland, and then Saki, he come up out of nowhere, and they're like, Hey, you got your chocolate and my peanut butter. I don't like that, ooh. And then they get my fat and spin a grab in his stomach like it's got the dysentery. And, and Leonardo gets his arm cut off, and he said, No, my arm, no, I'm not feeling for my visit time. And then he bleed to death, and they lay him out on the stretcher in the temple-looking thing. And Sphincter didn't like it, so he summoned a demon to bring him back. And Saki said, No, boy, you can't. Do that so he come and he heal Leonardo himself, cause that demon's just so bad. And that, that's about all I got. What a great summary of the comic, even though I don't think that's what they say. Alright, so, uh, finishing remarks on this comic? Oh, yeah, well, you see Leonardo start me there. Meanwhile, Totem had a losing arm, but so his name was Tony, oh, and, and he fell and hit his head. Um, I really, I really hope he's okay. Dude, am I gonna have to poke the comic book page again and tell you that he's dead? No, 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 Turtle, 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 he is a totally promiscuous guy. You mean like he got around with the ladies or something? No, boy, he was a professional at uh, misreading cue cards. And when they heard up the sign to tell him something, he misread it and said, I'm dead. He's still out there somewhere, I think. Dude, I, I don't remember anybody hitting my head in this comic. Yeah, it was just like, you remember he's on top of that, that smoke stuff. Uh, okay, that uh, was a completely different comic. Right you confused the throw track. Star. Oh, I yeah. don't teach you to the throw a star. Oh my gosh. You see him uh, uh, he ain't dead, boy. I, I tell you, he ain't dead. I'm telling you, dude, he's dead. Okay, he is dead. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure he's in a better place now. He, wherever that may be, I don't know where it is. Oh, I know where it's at. It's the ground because he's dead. Okay, okay, so, so let's just assume, let's just say Tony did get hit with the throwing stone. Oh, he did, he is dead. Okay, so I was talking to Pops, okay, so, anyway, Pops, assuming that Tony did get hit and he didn't die and don't say anything wrong, what's the chances of him remembering me? Oh, well, I suppose that would depend on how hard he hit his head. Dude, why are we even talking about listen? Just give it up. He is dead. You don't know what you're talking about. Listen, Rob, I know what I'm talking about. I didn't read all the books. For nothing, right? You, you gonna finish your sentence? I did finish my sentence. I just didn't read all the books. I can't read. Oh my gosh, we gotta get Ben Tramer back in here to liven things up. We're running out of time, folks. We're gonna have to see you on the next show. So until next time, hold them babies close and... 
Ain't you some cows always? Just let up a slut up a toe. I said, I'm a toe. I still turn a store up Cowabunga! Cowabunga.